Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, Ministry of Greater Works Christian Church, right here in beautiful Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos. Here, I will discuss theology, doctrine, politics, social and cultural issues, pretty much anything I feel like talking about. But basically, I flip tables. Please remember to download each episode. That's very important. Download each episode. Hold on tight. It's going to be a bumpy ride. All right, here we are back at Butler's Coffee, and they're setting up for another art class. So if you hear some noise in the background, I apologize, but that's just Butler's Coffee and all the action that's going on here. Today, I have two very special guests, my very own lovely wife, Linda. Hello. And my lovely daughter, Shekinah. Hello. And yes, that's her real name, Shekinah. It means the glory of God. And so she walked around when she was little thinking that she was God's glory. And so, anyways. I still do. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, today I'm going to let my daughter and my wife talk to you about something that's going on in the body of Christ. We probably never would have done uh, done this podcast, or at least in this manner, had um, these things not happened with somebody, a ministry that we, I know I'm being very vague, but I'm going to let them explain this to you, why and what, what, what's up. But um, we wouldn't be talking to you about this if it wasn't for the person and the ministry that this person was engaged in and what's being taken place. And uh, I'll let the cat out of the bag a little bit. This is regarding Dr. Doug Weiss and Heart to Heart Ministries, what he has his expertise is on, uh, I believe he's a clinical psychologist, but his expertise is on uh, sexual addiction, uh, marriage, uh, relationships, things of those, that nature. And just recently, we found out that he divorced his wife, or he and his wife got divorced, and now he's already engaged to be married. So anyways, I want to turn this over to my lovely wife and my lovely daughter because this really hit a nerve with all of us, but especially with them. Linda? Shekinah? Well, um, yeah, it's not so much that things don't happen in life, but it was the context that it was put out in. Dr. Weiss announced a little over a week ago that not only was he divorced, but he had been divorced for a almost a year without saying anything. Um, And then on the heels of that, maybe two weeks later, announcing that he's engaged, and to another person that uh, is in ministry and prominent, uh, Joni Lamb. But everything about it is offensive to me because he was still portraying himself as a married man. He was still counseling people from the perspective of the tips and tools that he was using and the psychology that he used to keep his marriage intact and happy. So there's a lot of people that were deceived, not because we can control somebody else, because he can't control even his wife, which he shouldn't, but to portray yourself as a married man who's counseling people out of addiction and giving people advice on how to have a successful marriage like his when he's not even married, and then to play it off like everything's great and now I'm engaged. I, it's very damaging and hurtful to people. Yeah, and um, I just want to share first my experience with Dr. Weiss just and how I've grown through his ministry. And um, I, our church, Greater Works, introduced Weiss's material, I don't know, it has to be like 10, over 10 years ago now. About, about 10 years, um, and it, it's been an influence in my life. It has helped me a lot in um, my own personal struggles, and I used it when I was single, and then I got started dating, got engaged, and got married, and throughout even that process, Weiss and his material has been very prominent in me and my husband's life. Um, so we're very familiar with the material, with the books that he puts out. It's been very helpful. And so, yeah, the news that he has been divorced for several months now with no no one knowing, no indication of that, uh, threw me off guard. And, um, of course, you know, people are demanding to know more. He hasn't really released the details of why he and his wife had decided to get divorced. 
he um, is just very prominent and very uh, very insistent that there was no infidelity, that there's no, you know, there is no, uh, there's no relapses, no abuse, there's, there's no, you know, it, they just decided that, you know, this was best, we won't discuss the details for the sake of our family. Um, and the reason they kept it secret for so long was for the sake of their family and their children and respect to them. But then the same week that he announces that he's divorced, he's also getting prepared to announce that he's engaged to other women. Now, the public announcement didn't come out for a couple weeks, but I knew within that first week, within that same week that he announced his divorce, because I'm in the, I went to heart to heart counseling. I was a part of the intensive. Um, I didn't sit directly under Doug Weiss himself, but under one of his counselors. I'm still very involved in the counseling center over there. And so um, for the women who are currently in, for the men and women who are currently in um, the heart-to-heart counseling sessions and, and counselors, they gave them the courtesy of letting them know that Dr. Weiss was planning on announcing his engagement um, the same week that he announced his. So they gave us a little bit of a heads up before um, the public announcement. Before the, yeah, the public announcement. So I knew right away from that because I'm still involved in heart-to-heart counseling. I still go to the group counseling sessions. And so to hear that he's posting and publishing out publicly that you know he didn't let anybody know for the sake of his family, but then to know behind the scenes, oh, he actually just wants to announce his engagement, it, it, it just seemed pretty hypocritical to me. And yeah, the fact that he has been counseling people through throughout his divorce is absolutely that's just fraud you know immediately there were so many women again I've been in the counseling sessions I've been with other women who are experiencing uh, this along with me and every single woman especially those who sat directly under Doug Weiss and were in his office just a few months ago are saying they feel betrayed they feel lied to they spent thousands and thousands of dollars just to sit in his office for a week and to find out that he isn't even married, that he is saying things in the office like, I'm applying these practices to my marriage currently, this has worked for me in my marriage, to be giving advice with the idea that he's still a happily married man, that's fraudulent in my opinion. And these women have every right to feel betrayed. They're dealing with the betrayal of their husbands, most of them are dealing with the betrayal of their own husbands, dealing with the hurt and trauma of what they've gone through, and now to hear that their own counselor wasn't even honest, I mean, yeah, that hits pretty hard. I think that Dr. Wise did not take into consideration the people that he's been ministering to and counseling for all these years. He just moved on with his own selfish desires, in my opinion. Absolutely. The Bible talks about how, as a teacher, we're more accountable for our behaviors. And he seems to, from what I understand, it's been like, well, I'm good between me and God, and I've sought God, and God's blessing is on this. And I find that hard to believe because the scripture is pretty clear about our responsibility in a marriage. One of the things that bothered me, I, I was waiting to uh, say something because I knew that this announcement was coming out, and I wanted to see how they portrayed it. On one hand, initially he's saying there's no abuse, there's no adultery, basically there's no biblical grounds. The Bible does say that you know, adultery, or if an unbelieving spouse no longer wants to stay with the believing spouse, are pretty much the two New Testament options for leaving. And it didn't seem that either one of those were the case, or at least he didn't portray it that way. Well, then there's no biblical grounds. Now, when they announced it yesterday, I was even more bothered, because when they announced it yesterday, they did a whole segment on the table talk with Joni Lamb show and they started off with her story and she's a widow and her husband passed away in 2021 so they started off with her story and then they had Jimmy Evans who is a Christian counselor written books on marriage has counseled people through marriage and he began with the basically the biblical principles of this is why the Bible says there's grounds for divorce however he expounded the definition quite broadly in my opinion when he took a lot of liberty in saying, well, when there's abandonment, like he used a scripture where if an unbelieving spouse doesn't want to live with a believing spouse, but then he expounded it like, but it doesn't mean just packing your bags and leaving. It can also mean emotional distance, or it can also mean, you know, closed down um, communication. And 
like he broadened his opinion of abandonment way more than what the Bible says. Like that was his interpretation. And I think we get in really dangerous ground when it's our interpretation. So he painted this picture and said that in his opinion, Dr. Weiss had grounds for divorce, but on the other hand, Dr. Weiss himself said that there wasn't abuse and there wasn't adultery, so which one is it? At this point, they still hadn't had Dr. Weiss come out. They were just talking about this mystery person and how there was grounds for him to leave his wife, this Jimmy Evans said, and that he felt good about it and he felt a blessing of God upon it and basically painted out Dr. Weiss to be a victim of a very unhappy marriage. Well, if that was the case, first of all, Dr. Weiss should have said something like that. But my biggest problem is he portrayed, even if that were true, my biggest problem with the whole thing is he continued to counsel people for this year, and clearly before that, because they didn't just wake up one morning and decide to get divorced. For quite some time, he portrayed that he came out of sexual addiction and pornography addiction, and that through these principles of psychology, he had been able to save his marriage and that he'd raised a happy home and happy children and he'd, he'd set a level and a standard for his for his children's marriages, portraying it as if everything has been great up until just a couple of months ago, knowing full well that he's been divorced since last year. That's fraudulent in my opinion. If that was me, I'd be asking for my money back. So not only... Then you have the people on the show saying, oh, yes, we stand behind this because he's a man of integrity. A man of integrity doesn't lie to his clients yeah. when he's charging them thousands of dollars, portraying himself as a married man when he's not. So that alone, if there's nothing else, that alone portrays him as a man of not having integrity. How can you tell people, use these tips and your two dailies, and maybe they're biblical principles. I'm not saying that the principles weren't wrong, but he was portraying them as if he was practicing those principles. So the women, like my daughter was saying, the women that had hope, the women that were saying, oh my gosh, if he can come out of all this sexual addiction and have a happy marriage, so can I. He just shattered their hopes. He just shattered. And you can say, well, that's between them and Jesus, which by the way, Dr. Weiss's response was that, well, that's between them and God, Yeah, which is inaccurate because the Bible stresses that when we're a teacher, we hold a higher accountability and we do hold an accountability for those that are following us. So that's a cop-out that's incorrect, also not integrity and not biblically correct. So not only did he shatter these women a second time, but he just flat out lied. He just flat out lied by saying that these were the tips that helped his marriage because clearly they didn't help his marriage because the man was already divorced as he's giving this advice. Again, I don't know anything about his wife's side of all of this. And if she went crazy, which she could have, you can do all the right things and another person still has free will. So I don't blame him for her free will. However, I do blame him for lying and portraying that he was a happily married man when he wasn't even a married man. Yeah, yeah, that was my issue with it. It was that, um, I'm sorry, what was the counselor's name? Jimmy Evans. Jimmy Evans. Jimmy Evans. So my issue as well was uh, Jimmy Evans is redefining these terms of divorce in the Bible. He's giving this super broad spectrum of, oh, well, you know, abandonment can mean so many different things and abuse can mean so many different things. No, it's pretty black and white. Now, I do want to make pretty clear, and I want to make very, very clear, in fact, that if any woman, any man or woman is experiencing any kind of abuse in your marriage right now, yes, you do need to leave. You need to protect yourself. You need to protect your family. There are hotline numbers that you can Google and that you can find. Um, I'm sure you can find, uh, you can even email us. We will send you guys a list of hotline numbers you can contact because you do need help. All right. I do not want to ever advocate that you stay in a marriage where you are being abused. And I want to make that very clear. But if we are going to stick strictly with biblical principles, okay, it's one thing to separate yourself from a dangerous person who might be hurting you, whether physically, financially, um, emotionally, right? But divorce, terms for divorce in the Bible are only listed as adultery, which Jimmy Evans did uh, say was, you know, pornea in the Greek, which stands for any sexual gratification through any means outside of your marriage. That's, I, I looked it up and it's pornea in the Greek and that's what it means, right? So there's adultery, 
And then he in Corinthians, Paul says, if the unbeliever decides to leave. Those are the only two grounds for divorce. Yeah, and Jimmy Evans even redefined unbeliever. He's like, that doesn't just necessarily mean somebody that's not saved. That can mean somebody that's saved but not acting right. Well, right. I mean... I can redefine all kinds of things. That's not what the word. Yeah, said. and I, so I didn't. I didn't appreciate that. I do. He did say, you know, and what what kind of. I kind of under. I understand it. I don't support it. I don't think it's right, but I do understand it. He's been doing marriage counseling for over forty years, and me just being involved in the. I, I've never counseled anybody, but I've been in the circle of being counseled and being around uh, my recovery group of full of women who have been betrayed and who have been hurt in their marriages. There's some pretty horrible things that I've heard come out of marriages. There's pretty just just devastating experiences that so many people experience when it comes to the person you're supposed to trust most in the world. So over 40 years, I'm sure that his uh, tolerance level has definitely diminished a bit. You know, he's trying to redefine, okay, what can what can we justify as, as far as divorce? How can I tell somebody to live with somebody else that is hurting them or abusing them in this way? You know, and so he even said, over my 40 years of uh, being a marriage counselor, my definition of divorce has definitely expanded, and my reasonings for divorce have definitely expanded um, outside of just the adultery. But I understand why he might feel that way, because again, to be sitting in an office with couples who are suffering and who are experiencing just complete neglect and abuse. Um, yeah, I understand that you want to create a safe place for these women. You want to create a way that can help them get out. So I understand it. I understand that he's probably sat with a lot of different individuals and that has uh, that have been hurt, that have been abused, that have been neglected. And he has, to make himself feel better and to make them feel better, created a, a broader range of escape in their marriage. So I get why that might have happened and why he's he's broadened that definition, but it still doesn't take away from the Bible. The Bible says God hates divorce. That's an Old and New Testament. God hates divorce. That should not be an option, but he also hates adultery. Absolutely, but even people will say, well, God hates divorce, but he divorced Israel. True, but it's because they committed adultery. They committed adultery. <laughs> so even God abide, abides by his own definitions. Yeah. And to broaden those definitions, again, especially from the form of a teacher, I mean, there's even there's scripture that tells us New Testament, for those of you that say we're not under the law, that if um, if for whatever reason it is so unbearable that you do get un that you do get divorced, if you do leave your spouse, it's first Corinthians seven ten. It says if you do depart without grounds, then remain unmarried. Mm -hmm. So for him to say, okay, I just couldn't make it work, she left, we're just not making it, we're not happy, whatever. Because again, Jimmy Evans made it sound like there was grounds for this divorce. He said there's grounds for divorce. But then Doug Weiss said there was no abuse, no adultery, no infidelity. So then what exactly is that? And to say, well, that's his private life, I would tend to agree with that if he was an individual that didn't have a public life. But not only did he have a public life, but he had a public life based on marriage counseling. Like, literally, that is his area of expertise. That is his area, his claim to, um, to fame, so to speak. So if you're going to counsel people on marriage, then you've already opened up that. Because the things that you were saying were lies. When you publicly sin you need to publicly repent yep. so either she did do things that were grounds for divorce and then he needs to be honest about that and he really should be taking a break he shouldn't have been counseling people while he's in the middle of going through a divorce he should have taken a step away he's got 16 plus counselors on his staff why was he so important that he couldn't step back and go you know what i'm going through stuff in my personal life i shouldn't be doing marriage counseling right now Instead, he was charging, not only was he charging what the other counselors charged, he charged thousands of dollars more to meet with him personally because supposedly he was the main expert, so you pay more. If you're going through that, if he's not, again, not responsible for what his wife did, but he is responsible for his own integrity of stepping away and saying, you know what, I'm going through stuff, go talk to one of my other counselors. But he took it to another step. I know I keep hammering this, but that's the part where there's no getting around it. There's no interpretation. Yeah. He lied. 
he continued to counsel people as a married man, giving examples from his marriage while he was divorced. There is no getting around that. That's called a lie. So therefore, it puts in question everything else that was said and done. Yeah, and the women that have hope... Oh, sorry, the last time, what I was saying was that the women lost hope. But how many men that were in that counseling session, A, lost hope, but B, also went, see, this garbage doesn't work. Now they're not going to want to go to counseling with anybody. Do they still have to answer to God for that? Absolutely. But Dr. Weiss also holds a responsibility there, just as any teacher holds responsibility for their students. And the Bible's very clear about that. So to just go, well, I have peace, so they're on their own, they have to talk to God, that is so selfish, that is so prideful. And the fact that he continued to counsel people from his divorce tells you how prideful he was to say, my advice is so important that you have to pay more for my advice that I'm not even following. The arrogance of that blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. and I want to read, uh, I, after the uh, post, I sent an email to, uh, to my personal counselor through Heart to Heart, who I love, by the way, and is amazing. Um, but I'm just going to send you, I'm going to read to you the email that I sent, um, you know, just expressing my thoughts and my feelings. So, I'm sure since the announcement of Dr. Weiss and his divorce, this isn't the only email you've gotten with concerns of the news. I just wanted to share my feelings about the news and hopefully gain an understanding on where you stand in all of this. Needless to say, the announcement shocked me and took a while to process. Since then, I have joined the group counseling sessions with one of the other counselors um, that she had put on for her clients to allow, um, excuse me, to allow us to express our feelings on, on the subject. I understand Dr. Weiss has passed his polygraph exam to prove no infidelity or relapse. And, but the issue that I am having is that there has been none of the three A's, abuse, addiction, or adultery. Then how can he justify divorce and how he'll, will he respond to his clients who have asked him this? I know that there's so much more behind the scenes that I don't know, but all the way around I'm not comfortable with how this has been handled. I'm not in favor of divorce just because a couple grew apart. That goes against even Dr. Weiss's own teaching of the Trinity marriage. If both individuals are God-fearing and remain honest, then what was it really just unhappiness that stopped them from pursuing the marriage? Did his or her own arrogance and his own methods stop them from pursuing their own marriage counseling outside of Heart to Heart to reconcile their marriage? I already heard one woman complain that she and her husband sat with Dr. Weiss several months ago and he treated the entire session in counseling as if he were still married and currently applying those same methods within their own marriage. Upon hearing the news, she felt it was fraud and she was very confused by it all, and rightfully so. I don't think it was appropriate for Dr. Weiss to continue to counsel people until he made his divorce public. The timing of the announcement just before he decides to announce his engagement shows me personally that he is not doing it for the sake of his children, but he maintained the seeker for so long for the sake of his image. He is ready to move on to another marriage and thus the importance of announcing it now. Dr. Weiss has been and continues to influence thousands of struggling marriages. From what I can see, he is not taking into consideration the influence this decision will have on couples who are still in recovery. For the man who is struggling towards sobriety now sees his counselor and model leaving his marriage and feels if Weiss can't do it, I certainly can't. And for the, the betrayed wife who has been relying on the example and teaching of Dr. Weiss now feeling that it's all hopeless. One of my intensive sisters who sat under him stated that she feels betrayed by Weiss. I do not believe that this hinders the message and practices set up by Dr. Weiss. I believe the teachings are God-breathed and I don't change, and it doesn't change the many lives and marriages that have been changed because of the material Dr. Weiss has put out. I also know that at the end of the day, despite what Weiss or anyone else of influence may or may not do, we are held responsible for our own actions and, re and relationship with God. God's message does not change, even if the messenger does. My fear with all of this coming out the way it has is that Dr. Weiss has fallen victim to the pride and does not realize or care about the impact this decision has on the many people he has influence over. Teacher of the words, teachers of the word are held to a higher standard. I fear he has applied this very stereotypical psycho excuse me. I fear he has applied the very stereotypical psychologist method that it is all about the self rather than about God and others. And that's what I feel this is. A lot of psychologists, especially nowadays, are teaching about self-care and what makes you happy and pursuing happiness and making but that's not what the Bible says. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You pursue God and you receive joy. 
you pursue others, you treat others the way that you want to be treated, you love others the way that you're, you love yourself. It's all about others and that self-care is absolutely important. Happiness is absolutely important, but if that's your pursuit, well, that's just selfish. It's in the term. When you put yourself above God, you put yourself above others, well, then you're just selfish and you make selfish decisions. And this is a very selfish decision. He left his marriage because he wasn't happy. He's pursuing another marriage that he believes will make him happy. And he doesn't care that it has a huge impact on his followers and the people he's been ministering to for years who are trying to fight for their marriages. Absolutely, the church has so much so much uh, leeway when it comes to divorce already. Like, we're not any better as far as the divorce rate is the world. But when you have leaders that are advocating it, condoning it for the pursuit of happening, happiness, excuse me. One of the other people on the panel, uh, Oliver, you know, Joni had her friends there and they're all, you know, one of them even said, we're your cheerleaders, but they're cheerleading her into doing something that at least, maybe not on her end as far as like she, she was a widow, but to get together with a man who's divorced, in my opinion, improperly, for no, without grounds, should I say. But then one of the other ladies on the panel, Ann Kendall, proceeds to say that exactly what my daughter was saying. It's like, well, life is short, so pursue happiness. Well, that's not what the Bible says. Honestly, the study of psychology, I've always felt this way, is the study of the soul. It's the study of the soul realm. And sometimes we do need healing in our soul, but we get so self-focused, so soul-focused, that we start making excuses because it's what makes our soul feel better. And the reality of it is, as the Bible says, take up your cross daily die to yourself so I agree with my daughter there's that area this is love others as you love yourself we should not be abusive to ourselves but anywhere that you find healing is in doing for others so it's in sacrificing my selfishness if if eating meat offends my brother God forbid I won't eat meat like those kinds of things is there a sin in eating meat no but Paul said that if eating meat would cause my brother to stumble I won't do it how much more things that are clearly sin? If it's going to cause my brother to stumble, I shouldn't do it. And again, am I holding Dr. Weiss to a higher standard? Absolutely, because he had a platform, because he's a teacher. So our pursuit in life should not be feeling good about how you know my happiness. It's about pursuing what God says. And if what God's there's a lot of things God's asked me to do that I didn't like. There's a lot of things God asked me to do that definitely didn't make me happy. But in the long run, it says that the joy of the Lord is my strength. And the Lord asks us to do all kinds of things that we don't like. The Lord asks us to wait. The Lord asks us to give up sin. The Lord asks us to give up self all the time. All I heard yesterday was justification of why these people were, you know, happy and it was so romantic. And But what does the Bible say? My husband says that all the time. What does the Bible say? So these people were completely controlled by their emotions and their feelings and they're justifying doing the ungodly because they're pursuing their feelings. And again, to say, oh, life is short, pursue your happiness, I'm sorry, that's literally unbiblical. Yeah. If anything, it says the Bible, the Bible tells us that this world is filled with tribulations and trials and when we're following Christ, again, pick up your cross and follow me. Die to yourself. I don't see any scripture that's like, Go be happy while you can. That's unbiblical, regardless of the self-talking. But it makes me feel good. Yeah. I want to chime in on something because uh, um, I'm not opposed to anybody being happy or even pursuing happiness within reason. Never at the expense of your children. Never at the expense of other people. And unfortunately. It really seems like Dr. Weiss has really um, overstepped some boundaries that he even established. I apologize again, ladies and gentlemen. We are at a coffee shop, and right behind me is the uh, espresso machine. Espresso machine. So you're hearing some really awesome espressos being made. But uh, um, one of the things that I, as listening to my wife and daughter talk about this, that really hit me, one of the things that I... I have to say, used to appreciate about Dr. Weiss was, especially with the men, he didn't pull any punches. He, he spoke to men uh, like a man. Uh, one of the reasons why I never really liked a lot of um, uh, 
marriage counselors or marriage speakers is unfortunately it just seems like they spoke more to the women so they were softer mm -hmm. and, and even feminine in a lot of ways even if it was a male speaker but Dr. Weiss wasn't that way when he spoke to the men he was just you know right between the eyes honest hard-hitting come on guys get up you know do it men act like this men do and never once do I remember him putting a man's happiness above his duty and again in a marriage and in a home the duty of a husband is to protect and take care of his wife first and foremost and the children uh, provide for the family and such so what I'm getting at is it seems like he could talk a big talk when it was about other men but he couldn't walk the walk when it came to him which proves to me and shows to me and should everybody else that he really isn't the man that he tried to portray he isn't the man at all they tried to portray so honestly I would just I'm just gonna be frank and just well in that sense you know I actually feel uh, um, sorry for Johnny Lamb because she thinks she's marrying this guy that's a man and no he's not yeah. and it's gonna be proven that he's not really the man that he tries to portray to people because mm -hmm. if he were he wouldn't put his own happiness and his own desires above that of his wife and his children and the thousands and thousands of people that he that look up to him for wisdom and understanding in the area of marriage addiction sexual addictions and things like that so so he's he, not only is he going to be held up to a higher accountable by accountability by god but everybody, uh, it, and it doesn't, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't even matter. You could totally agree with us. That's not even the issue. He, the issue is what he did. The yeah. issue is why he did it. The issue is, and you say, might say, well, you guys are just judging him. No, we are bringing it out on the level that it was presented. Mm -hmm. Nobody talked about this on, the, on this level until he was willing to go on that show and in a national and international um, uh, platform, basically air all of his dirty laundry. I know well, he didn't think it was dirty laundry. He did it with a big smile on his face, like, God's blessing me. No, Well, that's the not. thing. Even in that, um, he didn't come out and announce it. Somebody True. else was speaking on his behalf, and it was very indirect. Yep. It wasn't talking about what the real issues were. It was, you know, in, in general, and he kept talking about very generalized. He wasn't saying a name. He wasn't putting a title on it. He was just, he was alluding to the fact that Doug Wise, or this mystery man, mystery was, man. Okay. Uh, was being emotionally abused and neglected and that uh, he was being abandoned by his wife for his needs. And so that there was biblical grounds for divorce under that case. Wow. Okay, and so, so that's what I have a problem with is Dr. Weiss yeah. hasn't even come out and said anything about his divorce at all. He, Like you said, he's not being a man. He has no integrity because at no point has he himself come yeah. out and explained what's really going on. So um, so on it was Johnny Lamb's show? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so on her show, they had this other guy. It was Jimmy, Jimmy, Evans. Jimmy Evans going on and on and on about um, Dr. Weiss, but not mentioning his name, so nobody knew at least directly. It was, that it was pretty Dr. much Weiss. a discussion about what what are grounds for divorce. Right. It was pretty much just a generalized discussion so of now what, I have yeah. to expend extend my accusations of cowardice even to Jimmy Evans because what he did was very cowardly. And and what Dr. Weiss did was extremely cowardly. Come on, dude, man up, step out on that stage and just tell the world what's going on and why it's going on. Be a man about it. And and wah, little baby, your needs weren't getting met. Wah, I don't really care. I don't really give a rip. Be a man and take care of business. If you're gonna sit there and try to tell all us other men how to treat our wives because it supposedly works, but it didn't work for you, it just tells me that nothing that you teach is guaranteed to work on any level. Yeah, if it things. works, maybe. If it doesn't, oh well, it certainly didn't work for you and you're the guy teaching it. And then you wuss out and you don't even have the courage to stand out on the stage yourself. You have to send somebody else out there to soften the blow mm -hmm, for everybody yeah. or whatever it was. You know, come on, man up, dude. Man yep. up. By yep. the time he came out, it was the last few minutes of the show, and they're like, and now we're going to announce this mystery man. 
and they pulled him out. He didn't address anything other than the romance of owing oh, God how he met her and how much he respected her ex-husband, or I'm sorry, her, her deceased husband, and then how God told him how to take her up on to buy her a Tiffany heart and take her up on the Empire State Building and tell her he Yeah, God her. told him how to propose. God told him God how to told propose. Him, yeah, sure he did. Well, A, God did, but it wasn't Big yeah. G. Right, right. But he never actually addressed his own marriage, his own failures. His right. own. He just came out after Jimmy Evans made generalities about reasons for divorce and said, I believe this man, still not saying who it was, had grounds for divorce. So. And then he just comes out and gives this heart tug to all these women about how romantic, like lifetime movie status. Yeah. It was disgusting. It was it was it was pretty pathetic to be honest. And the excuse of why they're not addressing it directly is it's for the sake of family watching. It's for the sake of the children. First of all, your kids are all adults. And they all know what's happening. They know what's happening. And um, his wife, I don't know what's going on with his wife. I don't know. You know, at the end of the day, I don't know what's going on with his wife. She hasn't made any statements whatsoever concerning this. Um, I'm not expecting her to. But maybe it was horrible. Maybe his marriage was just that bad. Maybe his marriage, it really was necessary for him to get a divorce. I don't know because we don't know the exact details because they're not discussing it. But the issue, the core issue that I have is that despite that, Nobody knew, and he continued to counsel people. He continued to practice under what I consider fraud, and I'm not going to be super surprised if people start looking into how to get him sued. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah, he's over here saying that I'm married. I'm applying this to my marriage. I mean, that's the issue here. That's fraud. that's at the end of the day, I really don't know what the exact grounds of divorce were because he won't say it, and maybe that was necessary. But stepping aside from that. The lie. The lie. Lying. You can't justify that. You don't even need the Bible to tell me that that's wrong. Anybody with any kind of moral compass can tell you that you do not operate a business under fraud. Right. He was straight up lying to people's faces. And uh, I agree with you. There's so many things wrong with this whole situation. But if everybody can't agree that flat out lying to people's faces and charging them literally thousands and thousands of dollars to lie to their faces. Yeah. Like, this wasn't even just like he lied to protect himself. He lied and charged people thousands of dollars to lie to them. Like, where is the integrity? Like, every time they said he had integrity, I was like, aside from every other bone I have to pick with this situation, how do you get around that one? Like, who can explain that one? But they all avoided it. They just made it this, like, like I said, some lifetime fairy tale. How romantic. He was so unhappy, and now they're happy together. That's garbage sounds like a bad country song <laughs> garbage I mean, it really does you know it sounds like a bad country yeah. song from back in the 70s or something <laughs> you know but um hey dr weiss um um i hear the democrat party is looking for some politicians oh you would make a great one you had to bring politics make a into great this conversation. democrat okay. well <laughs> I, mean, I deal with that so much and i realize how the much lies and the hypocrisy. yeah the, the lies deceit and, hypocrisy. and the hypocrisy and the arrogance and the lies of the democrat party i'm just saying he would make a great politician rules for thee and not for me exactly and that's what it basically comes down to because in in a real sense this is it is about personal politics you know that whole political situation of trying to pull the wool over people's eyes to make a buck Making it look like you're something that you're not, and and to make money, you know how dare you? And there's a lot of devastated people, not yeah. just women. Devastated that's, yeah, people. That's what breaks my heart. In the right in the rubble that he was so callous because he did make the statement that well that's between them and God. That's so utterly. No. no that's no, no. utterly like indefensible. Well, we've been in the ministry a long time, and. In full transparency, many, many, many years ago, when Rob and I were first married, we were youth leaders, and I was an idiot, and we had marital problems, and I did step away. By the way, I had enough integrity to step away from ministry. And even in that, it caused so much damage, and I had to publicly repent, and I had to own that. So I'm not just saying, was it embarrassing? Yeah. Did I cause people problems? Absolutely. And I have to own that. And there's some people that are still affected by that. Do they have to answer to God? Well, yes, but I have to answer to God for my brokenness. I have to answer to God for my sin. And for him to not own that and still stand up representing his business, like honestly, since this all came out, just a side note, his social media marketing has blown up. You can 
they're trying to divert. Hey, look over here. Look over here. Yeah, that 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 is funny. I'm a social media marketer. I have been for nearly 10 years, and I know that tactic is you're trying to get people to look in one direction. You're posting all of these scriptures and all of these advices and all of these I love yous and every single day to to divert to let people's guards down. And then oh, by the way, we're engaged. You know, so it's to see that tactic. Even in that was just manipulative, and. Um, it's it's small in comparison to everything else, but just being a social media marketer myself, I know that tactic. I know what people do. I know how you try to divert and you try to change the subject. And, and it was just, even in the small things, I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted. Absolutely. See, I told you. That's exactly what the Democrats do. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah, don't smoke in mirrors. Look over here, look over here, look over here while something over there is going on. Absolutely. I do want to make a statement, though. At the end of the day, I still do stand by and I still do believe that what God, what God has breathed, what God has created through his ministry, I do believe the Holy Spirit breathed. I do not believe that it changes what has been taught. And the evidence is just the fact that there have been so many marriages, so many lives on personal levels and marital levels. Even relational, in our Yeah, even in our church that have been radically, completely, totally changed. And only God can do that. Only a message from God can do that. So I do believe that his material, that all of his old videos, all of that was absolutely God-breathed, Holy Spirit-breathed. And just because the messenger stepped away and was hip- uh, a hypocrite in that doesn't change the message of God. Um, that never changes. And so I do want to say that is that his material, I'll still be referring to it. I still have his books. I still have his material. I'll still be referring to it. And I'll still be applying it to my life. But um, any future material he comes out with, no, I, I, I'm stepping away from him completely, and uh, he's clearly not operating or walking with God anymore, and um, I will not be participating or supporting any future content or material he might put out. Yeah, well, you can see even scripturally, in case anybody's wondering about that, Solomon was the wisest man in the world, God said himself, and he fell away. There is many kings that said they were righteous kings, and then at the end of their life fell into deception. Saul himself was... God ordained, but then fell into pride and deception when he thought that he was so great that he couldn't fail. God said, I prefer obedience and sacrifice, and these people think that because they're so wonderful that they're that what they're doing for God is so important that they can make decisions that are unbiblical. Well, we see how that came to the ruin of Saul, and it came to the ruin of Samuel, and it came to the ruin of, not Samuel, excuse me, Solomon, and the ruin of Samson was where I was going. So somebody can start off right and end wrong but yeah especially unless there's repentance I can't support so I can't support that I can't support where he's at because now he's just clearly in deception and pride Saul was removed from the throne there was there's consequences to our lies and our and our damage and the more accountable we are the more followers we have the more leadership we have the more responsibility we have the more that we have to um, be accountable and the bigger the consequences are. Well, and that's that's the, the thing you said, uh, talk about repentance. That's, I'm personally going to call you, Dr. Weiss, to repentance. You really, you really did something terrible. You hurt a lot of people and you continually continue to hurt a lot of people. And for, for those of you listening out there, ladies and gentlemen, please, um, this is... This is the way, and this is just me, this is the way I would do it if I was in your shoes. If you need marriage counseling, if you need counseling for sexual addiction or some problems in that area, I'm not telling you not to go to uh, heart-to-heart ministries. I'm just telling you, you know, that you probably don't want to go to Dr. Weiss himself because, well, it failed for him. Yeah, and he has other counselors there at the center who are phenomenal who are um, still happily married. Yes. Um, my own counselor, I won't give his name, but my own counselor is an amazing man, and I'm glad that I sat under him at that center. Um, so I definitely do recommend Heart to Heart for anybody that is trying to save their marriage or going through some hard times. But yeah, maybe not sit under Dr. Rice himself. Also, it'll be a lot cheaper to sit under somebody yeah, else in the ministry. Yeah, a lot cheaper. <laughs> and that's the thing, because you say, well, 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 they were all trained by Dr. Rice. Yeah. They were trained maybe by Dr. Weiss while he was still in a right standing with God, in a right standing in his marriage. And right because what happens when you get into known sin, and especially unrepentant known sin, then um, that's when there's open doors that really can bring in even worse things. 
So for now, until he repents and closes those doors and gets some healing himself, no, he's off limits or should be off limits. I mean, I can't tell you all what to do, but I'm just saying it'd be wise for you to keep him off limits. Go see one of the other counselors if you need to go there. You know, uh, go see one of the other counselors. Pick up some materials from maybe the other counselors or something and, and see what they're saying and see what they have because they're all anointed. They're all very... Uh, um, very intelligent, they know what they're doing, and they have great success stories, and their marriages are still intact. And that's the key right now, because if it can't work for the teacher, how's it gonna work for the student? If the teacher can't make it work, how can the student make it work? And Dr. Weiss, I'm sorry, but you failed as the teacher, you failed as the counselor, you failed in that, and I'm, I'm calling you to repentance. I'm calling you to repentance, and I, I'll make this promise right here on this podcast. If Dr. Weiss truly, and I, when I say truly, repents, he put his sin out there on a, on a national, international level, his repentance needs to be on a national, inter, international level. If he can put his repentance on the same level as his sin, I will come back on here, and I will apologize, I will recant, and I will build him up, I will tell you where to go, who to call, how to get there, because, because that's just the way I am. When, when people are in a repentant stage, they make a mistake and then they repent, it's like, hey, back to normal in, in that regard. Now, now again, it has to be true repentance, not some stupid, well, I'm sorry, now give me my money kind of a thing. No, it's gotta be true repentance where he works to turn this stuff around. Not just say, I'm sorry, that's the beginning of it. But where he walks it through to prove to the world that, hey, I'm turning this around. I made a mistake, I'm turning this around. I'm doing whatever he needs to do to make it right. And I'm just saying, man up, man up, a real man. And this is not just for Dr. Weiss, this is for all you males out there. Real men repent. They don't just say, I'm sorry because they got caught. They repent. That means they say they're sorry and they do whatever they need to do to make it right. You know, just as a quick example, if, if man, men, if you borrow, say, a hundred bucks from a friend, you give back that hundred dollars. Typically, you give back two hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you, you should even give more back. Um, but there are too many people, oh, I don't have it, oh, I don't have it, oh, I don't have it, I don't have it, oh, I don't have it. Yeah, stop. Yeah. I don't care if you have to go take five extra jobs, go get it and pay it back with interest. And that's what I'm saying with, with um, Dr. Weiss. You need to pay this back with interest, with interest. Not just repent by saying you're sorry, but show by doing something for all the people and towards all the people that you have hurt. Because again, it's not just the people that sat across the desk from you, it's everybody that bought your material. We bought your material, we showed it at the church. We had a, um, our marriage courses, our marriage class, using all of your material. And now I realize that's all fraudulent. Uh, I mean, I don't know what I'm gonna do, probably go smash those DVDs or whatever we have with all the material on it and just throw it away. I don't want that garbage, but I do want you to repent. Any closing words? No, I think you pretty much said it. Um, I know this is uh, this is affecting a lot of people. Hey, this is affecting me, like I said. I'm, I've been a part of heart-to-heart -heart counseling. I still am a part of heart-to-heart -heart counseling. So this affects me on a, on a personal level, and I know it's affecting a lot of other women in my circle. And uh, yeah, this is just, this is heartbreaking, honestly. And I know that when you are called to something, the enemy's gonna attack you in that area more so than any other area. And when he's called to save marriages, the enemy obviously came against his marriage. Um, instead of recognizing it though as a demonic attack, <laughs> instead of recognizing it though as a demonic attack though, he clearly tried to combat it with the self-love and the pursuit of happiness and the and you know very stereotypical psychologist stuff which I'm not against psychology like mom said psychology is for the soul but he was not addressing this in the spirit and that's evident by the failure of his marriage well yeah that that brings on even another point and I don't know all the inner workings there in that sense but I know he is big on having accountability partners and people that you contact and people that you call and people that can help you through a situation and just keep you accountable. 
And, and uh, maybe he did. Maybe his accountability partner said, yeah, go for it. I don't know. But somebody somewhere failed him if he actually went to somebody for help. They failed him if they told him anything like that. Uh, but, but if he didn't, well, then again, you know, again, nobody knows because it's so hush-hush. Oh, they're trying to protect the family. You, I'm sorry, you gave that up a long time ago when you stepped into the public eye. You just gave that up. You know, you just literally gave that up. Now, for everybody else whose life is hanging in the balance, you need to man up and talk about this so people can see what's going on and why it's going on. And you can get the help that you really need because either way, no matter how you look at it, no matter how you look at it, Dr. Weiss, you did some things completely wrong, completely against your own teaching. That makes you a hypocrite. That makes you fraudulent. And you need to repent. That we know. That we know. Doesn't matter how much more information we have or don't have. That we absolutely know. So ladies and gentlemen, please, please, I pray that you take this to heart. Not in this very critical judgmental, let's throw him away. That's why I'm calling him to repentance. If I thought there was no hope for him, if I didn't care about him, if I didn't care about what he's done or or what he actually can do, I wouldn't be bothering, we wouldn't even bother with this. We would just close this chapter and walk away. We're calling him to repentance. We're talking about this because he won't. And I still see hope in him, but dude, you've got to come back. You've got to come back to the Lord and not in this frivolous, well, I never, yeah, yeah you did. You did lose the, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, it's, it's hard to believe that somebody in a position like this that claims to know God the way you do can do something so foolish and still claim to know God. So the reality of it is, no, you don't. Not at least as much as you, or the, in the manner that you think you know Him. It's time to really repent. Come back. Find yourself at the altar and get, get cleansed, get healed, get set free, and then make this right. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Thank you again for joining us at Table Flippers. Please check out our merchandise. We have hats, hoodies, water bottles, all kinds of cool things. You can find all of the, our merchandise at tableflippers.com. That's tableflippers.com. And please write me. Please let me know how I'm doing. Write me at gwccrobert. That's one word, gwccrobert at gmail.com. Give me the good letters, give me the bad letters, tell me the great things I'm doing, tell me the bad things I'm doing. I want to hear it all. Have a great day.